2: Back everyone to this
3: week's episode of Booking the Territory, the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. For today, we are talking NWA Saturday Night on TBS from November the 25th of 1989. We are just about two and a half weeks out of Starcade. I'll show you two and a half. It's actually a little bit more than that. Just say two weeks out, three weeks out of Starcade 1989. Future Shock. I'm sitting here with Doc and not Hardbody Harper because we know Harper, he's always running late. Doc, what's up? How you doing?
4: Well, I'm doing great, but. Uh if I'm going to have to be um, Harper tonight and accommodate all the spot monkey activities that you were talking about in the pre-show, I think I'm going to go ahead and just throw it back to you. Let's just know, let everybody know I'm blessed as always. How about that?
3: I know you are, man. I know you are. I did want to mention a couple of things. As always, I shout out uh, Disrespectfully Classy, Marky e. Blassie, Mike children Jeremy Priest, Joe Ice for the generous patronage each and every month and we do have a five-star review on Podcast Attic. Uh, this guy or person goes by the handle Tim Horner's Pro. I don't know what that is. I don't know who he is, but maybe he's out there in the Facebook group or on Twitter, and I apologize. Maybe it's Tim want. Horner. Yeah, right. So the review is great. It says, "I ter- uh, although I terribly miss my Smoky Mountain Sundays, I can't believe I'm going to say this. Doc has been on a fucking roll. He has actually popped me like five times in the last week. The show is cool as fuck. But if you go to parlor, I can't go. Miss me with the proud boys. Well, I wanted to address that because I think sometimes Doc, you and I and Harper, we play and joke and about social media, and nobody's going to parlor. As a matter of fact, nobody's going to any additional uh, social media. You're
4: lucky I we can't. are where we. You're lucky you are where we are.
3: I can't keep up with Facebook and Twitter at
4: this point. Hey, so. let me tell you let, let me tell you something, Harper and Mike hates social media as much as I do I was just the first one to say I ain't involved yeah. so, so
3: yes go ahead
4: I mean we understand it's a great way to hear from you guys and to interact with you guys most of you <laughs> none. if I'm saying this it's not about you but there's people that, that want to tag the show or tell Doc this or tell Harper man look <laughs> we are struggling <laughs> our asses off to get this show out each and every week hey, this could be the last show i'm not even no. lying no but harper's like not here i just got back from youth sports we got our asses whipped did you tonight well we're playing up a, a, a an age group and that's sometimes not an excuse that's some, well sometimes it works out for you and sometimes it doesn't the other thing here is it's a little—it's a little ridiculous to ask pe- working folks to get their kids to a game at five thirty. It's a little early. Yeah. Like, I'm fortunate, but we didn't have all our players, and I think some of we would have got beat anyway. Because I mean, <laughs> but anyway, so we're all out here struggling. We're recording on a weird night next week to accommodate youth sports. We're always hustling, so we don't have time. To, to interact on social media and really use it for what it's for to promote the show. Don't take it personal. And look, we ain't doing any parlor or gab or TikTok or I, anything else that we're already doing. Yeah, so, I,
3: I'm. it's a joke. It's a running joke. I actually respond to as many messages as I can, whether it's mentions on the Facebook or whatever. But I mean, my direct messages right now, there's like, way too many unread messages and I'm never going to get to them. So if you're trying to reach me there, it's probably not the best way. I think I've said it before email the show and I, I will return your email. But other than that, nobody's going to parlor. Nobody's going to TikTok. Hell, I got an Instagram uh, account for BTT that literally rarely gets used maybe twice a year. Uh, it's uh, it's just a lot. I, I love hearing from everyone. It's just, You can't always respond and it's hard to keep up with. And that's just the God's on the truth. I can tell
4: you this. I may troll a Twitter account from now and then, but I have literally never been on Instagram.
3: May troll. He means he does troll on Twitter, but Instagram, yeah, I believe you on that one. Instagram was, yeah, whatever, you know. But anyway, I I, I just wanted to mention that. That was a great five-star review. Thank you from Tim Horner's Pro. Uh, If that is Tim Horner, thank you, Tim. We appreciate it. We know you're a fan of the show out there, Tim, if you're listening, because you love our reviews of you. If that was Tim
4: Horner, he would have misspelled his name.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That's nice. Come on. Uh, Yeah, come on. Uh, two other things real quick. So a couple of quick uh, Patreon shout outs. Um, either a couple of people bumped up or move over. Cleve, welcome back to Patreon. We appreciate it, Cleve. Thank you very much. And then uh, I think I'm saying this right to Kevin Street. Thanks for bumping up. Enjoy those Clash of the Champions and WCW slash NWA pay-per-views that we've done. Uh, Doc, you know, uh, we're thinking about the hey, pay-per-views recently. Oh, go ahead. You, well, I was just going to
4: say, if you think I'm good on the free show, you ought to see how I turn it up on the patron show.
3: Oh yeah, he's really good on a Patreon show. It's 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 incredible. I actually
4: but, pay attention to the matches and come with like opinions about it. It's interesting, I would imagine.
3: Well, what I was gonna say about it more than anything was, we're nine clashes in. So I mean, if you've you've been waiting to become a Patreon member, now's the time because, or to get those clashes. I mean, we've got. We've got almost eight pay-per-views up, nine clashes, and that doesn't include all the world-class shows, the ECW shows, the live streams. We did 12 of those last year. We've done one this year. Going to get another one going soon. So I say it in a nutshell, we've been doing the Patreon now for about four years, and there's about 300 Patreon episodes outside of the free ones. So if you enjoy the free ones, the Patreon ones are available as well. tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT, a great way to support this show Show gets a little bit of support in return when you do that. And I spend the money back on the show, like when I buy Doc a laptop or Harper, his headsets and a laptop, because it's been about a year. It's almost time for Harper to break a headset. You know how you know how that goes, Doc. Anyway, uh, speaking of Harper. Well,
4: can we get Harper to show up? Is he
3: still not showing online? What do you want me to do? He's going to show up. Right when I do the next segment, which I'm going to do, which is glorious. And he'll come in in the middle of it. And you're like, well, what's going on, bro? So with all that said, I'm not waiting on him. Um, Doc, would you like for me to set up this next glorious segment?
4: I think you should. Because, well, let me just say this. I got a text yesterday um, around the noon hour at work. And it was you on the treadmill <laughs> slogging through your workout. And it said, go look at this. And so I went and looked at this and we agreed that it might be worth playing on the show. So what are we looking at?
3: Yep. I was on the treadmill for my lunch, banging out some miles. And I was watching some ROH, which I tend to do these days. And um, to give some background, EC3 and Jay Briscoe are in a bit of a feud, you could say. And we all know that, well, maybe you don't, but we all kind of know that uh, uh, EC3 He's uh, been on this tirade lately of controlling his narrative. You know, he's no longer in uh, no longer in WWE. Uh, he I don't even know how long he's been gone. I think he went to impact and now he's with ROH. And all he whole... did in that
4: last all he did in that last run for WWE was chase the Ron Killings around for the 24 seven title.
3: Uh, how sad is that?
4: Really? But EC3 he, is what's funny is he, he left, went to TNA. And it was like Lucy picked up the football and he was Charlie Brown again, going back to the WWE.
3: Yeah. He had a good run in TNA. I thought when we were watching it back in the day in 2015 and whatnot, and he goes, you know, he had been in the WWE system previously and was no longer there. So he goes and makes a name for himself in TNA. And he really did some good work there. goes back to WWE and ends up on the main roster. uh, And it didn't work out. So he's been on this kind of tirade and mantra of control your narrative, right? And now he's in ROH, and and he he and Jay Briscoe don't quite see the eye to eye. And you know in ROH they do the code of honor where they shake hands and whatnot beforehand before matches, usually not all the time. And recently, you know EC3 shows up and there's been some they've been beefing a little bit with him and Jay and. He does extend his hand to shake Jay's hand at a match, but he won't look Jay in the eye. On that note, they're building up to this pay-per-view coming up. Uh, by the time you hear this, the match would have occurred between these two, uh, Jay and, and EC3. It's going to be at the uh, uh, 19th anniversary show for ROH. So this is the final promo, talk him into the building promo, that these two cut on each other. Now I'm going to start it, and you're first going to hear EC3's part of the promo and then you are going to hear Jay Briscoe fling freaking fire. Fire. Nah, so here nah, it is.
4: What writer wrote this, though?
3: No, it ain't no writer wrote nothing. <laughs> so I'm going to play it now. Hopefully an ad or nothing doesn't play in the middle of it. But here it is. Let's go to that now.
2: Jay, you are a man on an island. And I am assaulting your island. They say you want to take the island. Guess what? You have to burn the boats. And I will burn those boats in a fire of regret from the past. Because, Jay Briscoe, I want you to defend that island. Jay Briscoe, I want your absolute best. Because there is honor in beating a man of your caliber in a fight. Jay Briscoe, I want you to defend this island like your
5: life depends on it. Because mine does to take it. EC3, you just mosey on in here, man you talking about control your narrative. What, well, son? How long has it took for you to figure that out? I can't tell you how many times WWE has called us, wanting us to come. WWE offered us deals, max level NXT deals. You know what I told him? I said, man, I could do that landscape. <laughs> you worry about me controlling my narrative? Come on, man, control yo. How many times you don't went up there and tried to become a superstar? That superstar bulls**t. I'm good sitting right here fighting whoever we got to fight. I never have gone nowhere and I never will go nowhere. I live on this damn farm. Ain't nobody taking me out of here. So EC3, you wonder if honor's real? You want to know why I don't shake your hand? I'm going to put it to you like this. You don't deserve to shake my hand. This hand right here, Mitsuhara Masawa, Samoa Joe, and Sasaki. I've locked eyes with Brian Danielson, shook his hand. I've locked eyes with Tyler Black. All the people I've shook hands with all around the world, man. And you want Mosey all in and talk about, hey, Jay, shake my hand. Hell, no, I ain't shaking your hand. You don't deserve my damn handshake. And especially because you can't look me in the eye. I mean, least you could do is look me in the eye, then maybe I might consider shaking your hand. But you can't even look me in the eye, man. If you give me a damn fight and look me in my eyes, then I'll shake your hand. But only after, I'll whoop your ass.
2: Prove to me. For I will extend my hand. And the choice will be yours. Jay Briscoe, Ring of Honor, you have been warned.
3: Bruh, I keep getting chills when I hear that promo. What's your first reaction, Doc? You've seen this now a few times.
4: Well, I wonder what college the writer came from that did that.
3: Dude. I know you're being sarcastic, which is phenomenal.
4: Let's let the let's let these guys. Here's the thing: <clears throat> Jay Briscoe would have survived back in the day in territory wrestling. I'm not stalling. so sure. I don't know EC three does because he still looked seemed a little scripted to me. But Jay Briscoe was Jay Briscoe, and I tell you what, I don't want to look him in the eye either, man. I'm afraid he'd whoop my ass too.
3: Let me tell you what makes that promo so great.
4: Well, it's the line that I told you that you popped on that we both popped on is he tried to say he could make more money landscaping than he could at WWE.
3: It that was tremendous because it's probably true. But the the thing about that promo, he made it real when he said control your narrative you you talking that control your narrative that's what i do i didn't been offered a contract by that company you'd have been there twice talking about becoming a superstar i don't need to go there so he's like he's literally he's blending like, in so reality.
4: This, he's like i figured this out when i was 19 what took you so long
3: yeah he's blending in reality in that line about wwe call me offer me a nxt contract top level <laughs> and I told them, no, no, thank you. I mean, it's just great. And look who's calling. So he's going to, I'm going to merge this call real quick. But we're going to keep talking about this. Harper.
4: Hey. Oh, Lord. Whoa.
3: There he is. Hey, you got to go with something here. We're talking uh, about Jay Briscoe's promo. I'm sure you haven't seen it. So we're going we're gonna to finish this up. Jay Briscoe.
4: Uh, you know, the, you know, the great thing about what he can do <clears throat> and you real, right. No writer can ever do, but Briscoe can do it. He can, he can make you feel like it's a personal issue. So not only is it a personal issue drawing money, he makes it personal by his approach.
3: You mean that wasn't that wasn't real, right, dude? I I, look, we all know wrestling's a work. You listen to this son of a bitch cut a promo.
4: Has somebody told him?
3: He don't think it's a work. He's spitting fire. He's, t- he's talking. He's talking. He's, he's, he's shooting, bro. WWE done offered me a contract a bunch of times. I can make more money landscaping. I ain't leaving. He <laughs> said he's not leaving his farm, Doc. He's that on chicken a farm. farm.
4: That chicken farm is everything.
3: That's what I'm saying.
4: What, what, motherfucker.
3: Do I need to play that Look. for Harper since he was late?
4: Quiet. Quiet. No, because people don't want to hear it again. They bullshit, okay. Harper. But,
3: I got to play it for him, Doc. It's one of the greatest okay. promos you'll ever hear. EC3 will be first. Just watch J. Briscoe. Come on, song.
4: you're gonna make the listeners listen to it again, so Harper can hear it. That's yeah. yeah come on.
3: Oh no, you don't want to hear it, Harper.
4: Think about the listeners. See, I'm looking out for you. You out there in the army?
3: They want to wow. hear it again.
4: They want to hear it again. I don't think so. They want to hear they tuned in for classic wrestling, not to hear you punish them with the current product even Never. if it is good.
3: Vote now. Vote early and vote often. Do you want to hear it? Do you want Harper to hear it. Okay, Harper's going
4: to go. That's nice. That's yeah, nice. that's
3: exactly what he's going to do. Go go ahead, Doc. Um I cut you off. Well, and and that it's real.
4: EC3 is the perfect foil cuz I don't know why he went back. He literally went to kick the football again and had it pulled out from under
3: him. Yeah,
6: yeah,
4: that's true, huh?
3: He should have never went back to WWE. He was he was already in. He had made a name for himself in Impact. I know people go, "Oh, Impact." Ugh. no, EC3 was really good in Impact. When you go watch his his run there, he was good. He cut really good promos. He had that gimmick going. He was really really good in Impact.
4: And so. Once again, now, the only thing I I didn't, you know, in the in the in the idea of airtight, brother. I like the fact that Jay Briscoe mentioned all the names and he shook their hands of all the greats. But we also hear the old timers say, hey, you got to pump up your opponent. Otherwise, you're not beating anybody. So how do you reconcile that?
7: Because
8: he basically
4: called him a bitch. Well, maybe he is.
3: Yes. I mean, I don't see nothing wrong with that. Not the way he did it. Okay. He did say, he said, I'll shake your hand right after I whoop your ass. I mean.
6: Sounds like something Mike's people would say. That's nice.
3: I'm just... I've watched his promo way too many times. It gets me every time to do this. Well, and
4: you would never, and I mean never, see that in WWE, and probably not in AEW because it's too, it's too corporate. It's too, it's too clean. It's dude, too speaking nice. Speaking of that,
6: you saw what fucking Peacock is doing?
4: Uh, no.
6: They're they're going through all the classic shit, and they're deleting stuff that's not PC today like oh, when uh, sure. uh, like when uh, Roddy Piper had the match with Bad News Brown when he was paying half white and half black match is gone
3: yeah I did and read a link about up. that
4: well
6: <clears throat> the only thing I fucking had that shit was for the, for the wrestling I grew up on so what are you gonna do just fucking did
4: or are you gonna forget about it Yo, god we're going to have to blow Tim Moretti, I think. Again? Again. Fuck. Well... You don't bathe too often. <laughs>
3: <laughs> we got plenty from Tim, so we're good. Uh. I don't get it. Uh, is a lot of that stuff in bad taste? I'll be the first one to say, yeah. You know what else is in bad taste? There's plenty of movies where there are words that are said, and... Yeah. I don't like my kids repeating
4: Don't watch Blazing
3: Saddles. Them. Yeah. I, I'm just saying a lot of stuff on the office from 15 years
6: ago that's in bad taste by today's standards are they going to delete that shit too
3: i just because i want uh, something just because i want the original to stay there there's something to the original because you you watch something and you go god that's terrible you know what i can look at my kid and go here's a teaching moment kid You saw what they did? That ain't right. But you know what? Back in the day, we watched that and it was just a form of entertainment. So are we going to now? So let me ask a question then. If we're going to go that route, um, are they? Well, Peacock doesn't own this movie, but so a streaming service that has the longest yard when Stone Cold Steve Austin says a certain word that is horrendous. I hate that word. I hate that word with a passion. Are we going to now just scrub that off the planet? He was acting. I just, mm. that's my point behind all that is when you start scrubbing stuff, you, you got to really think about what you're doing.
4: How do you, you think we got history think books, about man? It. You got to scrub everything.
3: No, I'm just saying, like, I, I look, I don't, here's, here's what people don't understand. When the I say leave is, is the original, hold on, right, well, let me make right, this point right, hitting, before I get 500 emails about it.
4: Hit Cindy Lauper? No, when he hit Snooker with a coconut. Because that could be, you know.
3: Well, there's a there's a moment tonight on Tonight Show where Kevin Sullivan talks about the Samoan climbing through trees yeah. like monkeys. <laughs> I just I look. A little, luckily, we have the original, but I mean, it's it's it's. When I say leave the original alone, that doesn't mean I agree with Jyd saying, "Oh no, I don't want no Toyota." I don't think that's right. But what I do you think don't have that is stuff, you got to leave it alone.
4: Nothing's memorable in this scenario. You watch Raw and you forget it by the next night. You forget it by the
6: fucking 10 minutes later.
4: Right. Because it's all disposable, run. generic content. Yeah. yeah. Crap. All right.
6: It's like eating tofu.
4: <laughs> I've never done that. You see? But you Uh, eat ass, so I mean, I would imagine tofu is like a palate cleanser for you. mm,
3: Doc, Doc, why don't you transition to what you got before we get started?
4: Yeah, I just wanted to, uh, speaking of the new world we live in, um, I got a dispatch today, Mike, that said that you got uh, the Bill Gates 5G chip put in. Is that true? What? What's that? That you went in and got your your microchip like a dog.
3: Are you talking about a vaccine? Yeah. I don't jump the line yeah. like you. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. No, that's something you do. Jumping the old, old line, getting ahead of old people who really needed people would. I told you I kicked that old conditions.
4: grandma's walker out of the way so and yeah. stole her card so I could get my shot.
3: Yeah, I'm not. I don't. I don't do those things like you. That's that's your gimmick, you know. Be a, be an asshole. Switch those
4: guidelines to get the shot. It changes. It depen- yeah. Like, it just depends. <laughs> look here. I, this is a shoot. I know a ton of people that have gotten a shot, and <laughs> every single one of them is ha- in multiple states, and every single one of them has a different story on how they got it and has had to hustle.
6: Well, here, it's basically everyone that's,
4: like, yeah. under 16.
3: Because it's full of saps. Louisiana is full of
4: saps. That ain't it, the only place, pal. Because it, 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 it's, it's basically
6: because they say if you're obese, high blood pressure. I was like, wow, that's fucking every <laughs> asshole walking around here.
3: I was trying to be funny when I said sap, and I was going to say that. When they talk about high cholesterol. Yeah. Diabetes. <laughs>
4: That's every fucking asshole walking around here. What's your blood type, Etouffee?
6: Yeah.
3: What's your blood type, crawfish? <laughs> <laughs> Crab boil.
6: Danny Clyde's.
3: Yeah, what's your blood type, po' boy? What kind? Hot sausage? Yeah. <sighs> uh I did see that about Louisiana. I'm joking. My people in Louisiana, you know, I'm from there. I can do that.
4: Harper doesn't have to get it. Is that right?
3: I don't know. I don't know what the rule is for people who've, you know, caught the caught the, the, the thing that, you know, makes Are you, you stop smelling booty hole. Yeah, we're here. Are you there? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Here we go.
4: Hey. Here we go. Uh, hey. What's wrong? Nothing. We hear you. What's wrong with you? Nothing. All, right. All right, well, let's talk about some wrestling. All right. Are we ready?
3: Can you hear us, Harper? I, sh- I should ask first. Yeah. Okay. Well, you faded out. We don't we were just we we're just double checking.
4: Just remember, you don't pay for this, people. Hey, that, doc. I'm That's right.
3: I'm getting up the 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 video thing again. Um, yeah. did you want to mention something before we go into the the NWA portion of the show.
4: I don't. I, is it, no. Is there something I'm supposed to remember?
3: Uh, something about a card in Shalmet, Louisiana. No. Oh, you're not going to bring it up. I got you.
4: Okay. I did. Oh nice. no, no, no! I completely forgot. <laughs> I didn't hear it. I never. I never got to it. There's a certain podcast out there. Apparently, you were on it. Is that true?
3: I wasn't on As the it podcast.
4: Guessed. We got.
3: I, I wasn't on the podcast.
4: No, but we got a a listener that said he was listening to a certain podcast and they were reviewing cards from 1998 and lo and behold, old menace to society was on the card. I bet he was.
3: Craig Walston posted it in the Facebook group. Craig is the unofficial IT department for BTT. He helps me out a lot. Was there um,
4: six matches on the card, seven wrestlers, you put over six guys <laughs> in six straight matches?
3: <laughs> no, no. Um, I actually it's funny, I, I put over Kevin Northcutt that night, on uh, Hopper. The show had Seek of the Walsam Owen, the original, Chris Adams, Iceman King Parsons, myself, and Craig made a joke. He said unfortunately Tommy Rich was in E C W that week. And actually this was in ninety eight. I believe the Tommy Rich incident happened in nineteen ninety nine. So I hadn't even So in ninety so
4: in ninety eight, how many years had you been working?
3: Uh, about two and a, when this card took place, about two, two and a half.
4: Okay. And Northcutt was sort of a regional indie big name, if I'm not mistaken.
3: Yeah, he had a, he definitely had a, a name for the indies in the area. And then he, you know, he went on to, he did a lot of dark matches in like WCW, WWF. He He did some preliminary matches in both as well. Uh, you'd see him on, like, worldwide in, in 97, 98-ish time frame. So, yeah. And then he went to TNA, obviously.
4: But in 98, he was he was a big name on the indies. So, you yeah, did it.
3: He, he had been working about, I think he had been working since 95, maybe 94. So, he had a few years in the business at that point.
4: And after the card, y'all went out, all went out to wear Applebee's and tore it up? And Saint Bernard, fuck y'all. Probably just went home.
3: <laughs> I I really was trying to remember, and I I don't remember if this is the night Iceman King Parsons um, mm, was trying to get his tank on his hand. Told you his out.
4: stance on prophylactics. Yeah, yeah. I I I
3: don't. I just don't have a memory. Like it was either this card or the one after it. But it was this year. It was in '98. Not that, Not that I've seen this. I'm like, okay, it was '98 where that happened. Where he was, he was about that. He was about that action boss.
4: <laughs> what do you think that Iceman thought driving ten hours for seventy five dollars? Well, first
3: <laughs> off, uh, this promoter, who's a jackass.
6: Well, was who, it the guy named after a uh, he? He'd be slapping famous wrestlers' uh, cousin.
3: Yes. Oh, yes. I, I. <laughs> yeah. We we yeah. The for the person you you worked your first show for when you were a referee. That that. Person, yeah. Okay? I could tell you stories offline. I just don't want to be the keyboard warrior guy and go off on this dude. But he's, I got my thing. I, I I'll leave it alone. But anyway, he used to fly in, um, Adams and Ice from Dallas. So they would they would be on a flight. Um, if you listen to this, they gave the attendance results for that night and i think they either said 750 or 850 that night which is a, was that
4: the biggest was that the biggest card you'd been in front of at that point
3: uh it was, no there may have been a 1, thousand, twelve hundred before then um but this town would
4: is nothing to sneeze at right 50
3: 850 yeah, that's no. a that's a hell of a crowd for for oh, independent yeah. wrestling
6: for a fucking indie show, yeah. yeah, yeah.
3: Um, that building would draw pretty well. So they they used to draw well. There were we we had a couple occasions in that building where there was twelve hundred in the building, even more than that, fifteen. I mean, it was pretty. They would they would draw. I mean, I was old mid south town, so they loved that shit.
4: Were the rats extra special there, if you know what I mean? Oh God.
3: You'd have to ask Tommy Rogers that. Unfortunately, he's passed away. But I don't know, Harper. Maybe in the '80s, the rats were good there. I don't. I don't know. Bro. In I mean, Saint
6: Bernard.
4: <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Did you get molested in Saint Bernard one time, Harper? No. Oh, because you got a grudge, man. I mean, I mean, what do you want me to say,
6: Mike?
3: <laughs> I. I I I, I will say messed with one Saint Bernard Chalmation.
6: Oh yeah, I messed
3: and, with two. And well, <laughs> you're one worse than me, than pal. <laughs> and, and
6: one of them was a uh, a cheerleader for a, a famous uh, uh, university.
4: Delgado, yeah. Uh-oh, he's starting to drag. We're starting to get deep throat informants. Can you hear yeah.
3: me? Yeah, we can hear you.
6: Fuck. It's fucking we- up.
3: No, we can hear you. Okay. All right. Well, so one of them was that, and what about the other one?
6: Uh, nothing. Oh. Whatever. Pain, well, pain in the fucking ass.
7: Yeah. Gee, here's,
6: a, here's the problem with St. Bernard. There's nothing to do there. Yeah. So I would have to drive from fucking Mattery, to fucking St. Bernard oh. a, a few times a week just to sit on the sofa with her oh. and watch the Bravo Channel.
4: Or you got to whip, whip it out and say, this shit ain't going to suck itself.
6: Yeah. And there's nothing to do out there. There's they plenty
4: to do. Come on. That's, come on. Come on. <laughs> he doesn't.
3: Hopper, he does not understand Chalmette and St. Bernard Parish. I
4: don't need to.
6: Like the food, there's no... They got a movie theater.
3: The, that, I wouldn't call that a movie theater, but proceed. Yeah,
6: right. That's it. <laughs> and then it got to the point where it was like, I'm tired of fucking driving out here. Why didn't Especially, you drive to come see you? I don't want her coming over here. Well,
3: and Harper, good- That drive in evening traffic is like an hour Oh my at least.
6: god, That's what I'm saying.
3: Yeah. Couldn't do it, bro. Yeah. I was closer than you in the city. I mean, I was in Gentilly, but still driving through the lower nine to Chalmet.
4: I was uh, like, no. Where do you meet these wildebeest if they don't come out of their territory? Who, me? Any of you.
3: I I met this one through the wrestling.
4: Oh, come on. So you know she's first class. Yeah.
3: <laughs> no, I was, I was, you know, I working shows. shows. My dad, you to take me to the shows over
4: there. I was a kid. I was. I wanted, I wanted to blow junkyard dog, but I was too young. So can I blow you?
3: I was just work. I was working the shows down there. And she, she worked at um. She worked at this business down there, and that's how I met her.
4: Business. Hey. Yeah. How generic? How generic is that? Yeah, right. <laughs> Describe it's, the business without saying don't, their name.
3: I don't want to give away. <laughs> I can't
6: God do almighty. that. mighty. Describe it.
3: No <laughs>
4: They what were the... in the... <laughs> it was a restaurant. Okay? Oh. All right. Let's go to the episode for Christ's <laughs> sake. That's
6: nice. The big famous ones, quote unquote... <laughs>
3: No, I don't know what you mean by that, but okay. Doc, did you have any other questions about that card? I actually enjoy talking. Don't I don't, about I, don't
4: I don't care anymore. Did you go party with Chris Adams afterwards and do some GHB? No, GHB. No. I, I told Whichever you. I think that's
3: the night I, I
4: uh,
3: Ice Man and I hung out.
4: No, you said you weren't sure.
3: No, I think that's why I said I think. I didn't say it, I was hundred percent certain. I said I think. Dude, you should have saw Ice Man that night. I'm sitting down there eating with my girl. My, Wait, you're my,
4: doing what you girl? My my,
3: <laughs> my my old lady at the time. I'm sitting there eating with her and her best friend is is uh you know with her. And, brother, and we just brother. we just we just we just eating, you know, waiting on our food. Whoa. This motherfucker is over uh two tables over and he's <coughs> 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 brother <coughs> brother <coughs> He's fucking hacking like he swallowed a cat over there. And I looked over. I said, hey, Ice, you want to come over? He came over. <laughs> Boy, you could tell he got a lot of experience just moseying on into something.
4: Mm. He was 48 right there. Damn.
3: Dude, and she was like, the chick was like 25.
6: Oh, come on.
3: Wait, wait, Iceman
4: wait. Man hey. is 70 right now.
3: No, she was twenty that chick would have been like twenty-three. He looked what good at forty-eight. Barrier? He looked he looked good at he looked good What's at the uh
4: you would date right now, Harper. That I would date? Yeah. Uh let's see. I How's How old is your girl 30? now? How old is your girl now? She's thirty-three. Ooh. <laughs> <Damn. laughs> Think of all the things you have to explain, like rotary phones and Atari. Oh
6: God, we go through this all the time. Like, I'll be watching something,
4: like some. You know somehow, when? Oh wait, never mind. You don't know shit.
6: We got talking about something about that stupid ass movie Mac and Me. Remember that
7: movie? Jesus. You know, with the yes, fun. yes it
3: was Harper, like a
6: shitty ET. With the alien and the kid finds it, it, the movie's fucking. It's funny and so fucking horrible <laughs> at the same time. And I was like, I remember seeing this movie. When I was a kid. She's like, this is real. It's like, yeah, just, this this was this was a real fucking movie. No, no, it wasn't. I was like, yeah, it was. This is a real fucking movie. It came out in like 1987 or some shit. And I have to, yeah, like the shit with pay phones and how when I used to call, when we'll be at the mall or we'll go see a movie and we'll call my mom to pick us up, I would do the fucking call, call collect. And the operator would then call my mom. And the operator would say, Do you accept a quick, uh a collect call for mom? Come get me. And she'll <laughs> say, No. And hang up. And that's how.
7: (laughs) Y'all never did that?
6: No. Thoughts and prayers, dog.
3: (laughs) I'm laughing because I did it.
4: Man, I'm telling you. I hate to be the old guy yelling at clouds, but these these younger folks don't know how to survive. I know, bro. Now, I realize the people older than us thought that about us because they lived through like some wars and shit and some depressions. But just navigating suburban life, these kids today don't have a fucking clue.
3: They are clueless. clueless. If, it, if they can't find the
4: answer on YouTube on the first search, it's a wrap.
3: They <laughs> have. it they have no <laughs> they have no critical solving problem skills
4: not a, not a one
3: none and it is pathetic
4: pathetic did, Well, did you try this no nah, i just gave up i mean that's your answer
3: the world's going to end when we gone i just put it like that it's it's over
4: it i is. told i told mike this a couple years ago when he was we were in the kitchen one time solving the world's problems at work. I said, we couldn't go back to when we were born and be husbands and fathers because the other guys around us would whip our asses for being pussies. Yeah, probably so. But our wives would last 30 minutes back then with their mouths and shit.
6: I guess it will feel like a modern day fucking NBA player having to go play against a 1988 1988- Detroit Pistons.
4: See, I disagree. I think that'd still blow them out. It would suck, but they'd blow them out.
3: <laughs> Depends. You got to go. You got to see how the rules. If they're gonna play right. by eighty, if they're gonna play by eighty-eight rules, That's Steph Curry, Steph Curry is gonna be a. He's gonna. He's gonna do the job. He's gonna be on his back with a broken back. It, but they're not playing by those rules. They're playing by the rules of. You know, you, you blow on somebody, not literally blow them, but you. Why does
4: it always come back to that?
3: I'm just just saying, bro. I mean. All right, all right. We need to get to some wrestling talk. Uh, yeah. Brother, brother.
1: <laughs> brother. <laughs> I'm almost hey. 50. 50. <laughs> <laughs> <youngster>. <laughs> brother, brother. the
4: I... youngster, who are the who are the hot hippity hop groups that I can talk about?
3: <laughs> we 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 get in we we get in the car and he's like He's like,
4: "Bro, I ain't think you was ever going to notice me,
3: brother." I heard you over there making all that noise.
4: Oh, see, I've been watching you on my TV set since I was seven years old. How the <laughs> fuck am I not going to recognize you, son? Now I'm going to broker some pussy for
3: you. He told me a story that day about a show him and Kevin were on in Africa. He said Kevin was fucking around with a chim- chimpanzee in the jungle and got bit by a chimp. I don't believe it, but that's what he told me.
4: Come on. You couldn't see that happening? <laughs> <laughs>
3: not that you say it.
4: It seems it seems very within the the realm of possibility f- from where I'm sitting.
3: They are wrestlers. All right. Well. Well, on that note, let's get started on some wrestling talk. We're covering
4: 45 minutes I know. of Spot We're, Monkey Menace bullshit. activities.
3: We're covering NWA Saturday night on TBS from November 25th, 1989. We have got Kevin Sullivan, who is uh, with Jim Ross this week uh, on the show. We open the show. He It's Kevin and JR. JR asked Sullivan if he would call it down the middle tonight. And Sullivan said, of course I'll call it down the middle. And from that point, we go straight to the first match where we got the Samoan SWAT team and the Samoan Savage with Oliver, Sir Oliver Humperdink, the big kahuna. They're going to defeat Trent Knight, Mike Ford, and Tim Hughes. JR tells us, that the New Zealand militia is here this week with a new manager, and Kevin Sullivan, in an attempt to put over the SST, has a couple of comments about the SST. Doc, do you want to talk about anything? Because I'm gonna fast forward to this
4: timestamp,
3: and I'm definitely well, it play.
4: definitely need to play what you can't do today. Yeah. Um. Before you do, <laughs> look, I love so Sul- I thought Sullivan does a good job on, on color here. Mm-hmm. Um, how how difficult must it be for JR to have a different color commentator every week? I'm
3: gonna let Hopper speak to that because I know I know he's got a lot of experience with doing color commentary with different guys. So Hopper, I know you've said it before. Mm-hmm. Chemistry is not easy to come by. No.
6: Because you do it every you It's like a new tag team partner. Yeah. It's I like feel like a, like, I feel it's like like it a quarterback just, having a new wide receiver on a team every fucking yeah. weekday is
4: got to throw to. Yeah, I feel like our mud show activity took almost eight, nine months for us to settle in. And really a year to really settle into some chemistry on this show.
3: Yeah, I agree. And I
4: mean, and, and so, I, I mean, I know jr's 89's height of his power, but man, they're throwing knuckleballs at him.
3: Yeah, he's got Corny one week, Sullivan he's going to have um I mean this is not nothing terrible. He's going to have Gordon Solely coming up. I mean, he's just yeah, it's it's not easy having a a new person every single week. I mean, it's it's you know, and no, why they, they are
6: switching them out.
3: Oh, why are they doing a lot of what they're doing. <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 not it's got to be hard. But you know, I'll say this he does well. He does well with pretty much anybody they put with him. But it's it's it can't be easy when you uh when when you don't have a consistent partner in there. So let's go now to Kevin Sullivan. He's gonna say something here during this match with the Samoan squad team and Samoan Savage. Here it is.
0: It is two starting out against Trent Knight, and these big guys love high impact maneuvers, but what is unbelievable to me, Kevin, is that they have this uncanny agility and flexibility.
2: You know, their whole uh, race of people, the Samoas, our Brussels and Samoa, are the same size. They're, they're upbringing, they're great swimmers, and they can climb trees like monkeys. Big shot there
0: by Samu, JR didn't even
4: register it. No, did JR call him Shamu?
3: He said Samu.
4: Okay. He said not. I don't think he meant it. That way? Yeah. Yeah. Like if you were as fast as a cheetah, you wouldn't think anything of that.
3: I don't think he said it in that way either. It just, the way. Yeah, it's big. it's through 2021 optics. You hear that and you're like, oh, God.
4: Yeah, I think Harper was writing down word for word notes for when Wildcat gets going again. That's right. Hey, this is some good shit. I'm going to use this about <laughs> Jay Spade.
3: <laughs> dude, you know Jay Spade looks like the dude in the Allstate commercial. I mean, the State Farm commercial, Harper.
6: Oh, the uh, Drake.
3: The new Not- Jake. The, 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 you Come know, the brother. There. Yeah.
6: Yeah.
4: Drake.
3: I don't, no, not Drake. What's, he's you in don't, a new one. You, you agree. I know he's in a new one, but do you think Jay Spade looks like that
6: dude? Uh, uh he's, he's bigger than him. Well, yeah. yeah. Come on. <laughs> I guess, Mike, what are you trying to say? Cause they're both black?
3: <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, here Jesus
4: Christ, move on from your hateful he's a He's speech. a self-contained, black-on-black violence person. <laughs> uh, Nobody hates themselves for being black more than Mike. You, you, you're like uh, Uncle
6: Remus from the fucking... Uh, what? Uh, what the, was what the, that That show what? that used to come on?
4: Just keep talking.
6: It used to come on uh, Comedy Central? With the little black kid,
3: I don't know what he's talking about.
6: I, I'm, I'm a little God. What the fuck was it called? This shit was hilarious. Uh-oh. Imagine,
3: imagine Sir Oliver Humperdinck when he's getting him some pumping away and looking at him like that.
4: Can you imagine the piece of filth that would it would take to climb on top of him?
6: Jesus. Yeah, he's he's
4: he's talking uh. about dipping something in flour. Jesus.
3: All right, let's keep moving. Um, I
4: can I share your screen with me?
3: I am sharing it. You can't see it?
4: Uh-uh. I can see it. I don't know. Well, here comes a big old dive to end the match.
3: All right, let me let me, let, let me try this real quick. I'm going to unshare, and then I'm going to share again. Maybe that'll help. <laughs> since you, since,
6: oh, Mike, oh. it's almost eight.
3: All right, Why here are we, we go. done yet? Can you see it now, Harper?
4: I can. Uh,
3: you if you can't. call Spectrum I... and tell them, yeah, hey, I, I can't don't... see the screen. Yeah, I don't know why you can't see it. It's showing. Sir,
4: have you restarted your computer? Nah. <laughs> uh, I see where you put the. Uh... I think you're going to put the, the uh, Briscoes on. It's just... Jesus, refresh the screen.
7: <laughs> that was an hour ago.
3: Yeah, the Briscoes aren't on anymore.
4: You don't need to see it anyway. You, you probably had not watched it, so we're good. Yeah, fuck it. Mm-hmm. Fuck it.
3: So in the next match, Rip Morgan and Jack victory with Lord Littlebrook.
4: Come on.
3: Are going to defeat Ricky Nelson and Mike Jackson. All right. Thoughts on uh, Lord Littlebrook and what we got going on here, Doc?
4: This little guy is 60 years old right there. Damn. Damn. 60. 60. It's hard to tell with those little folks, but he's 60.
3: Did you hear Sullivan making fun of him? And going, The plane, the plane, the plane, yeah. boss. <laughs>
4: uh, yeah, I thought that was worse than the Samoan comment. <laughs> that's well, messed
3: up. Dude, that's so wrong. He's basically saying all little people look alike when he does that.
4: And we I don't mean, because. When we don't want to, to our our crowd, but yeah.
3: What were you about to say, Harper?
6: I mean, it, it's back then. People knew what the fuck you were talking about with that. I mean, nowadays, who in the fuck remembers Fantasy Fucking Island?
4: That show sucked. Came on right after Love Boat, huh? Yeah, something That's, like that. Yeah. That
3: show. If you go back and watch it, it's terrible.
4: All those 80s shows were terrible, bro. It's terrible.
3: No, they're not all terrible.
4: The 80s sucked except for wrestling. The music was was terrible. The fashion was terrible. Everything was terrible but wrestling.
3: Doc, do you remember Rip Morgan in World Class in like 87 or 88 as the thing? No. Yeah.
4: As the thing?
3: Yeah, he was like called the thing and he had face paint on. They eventually removed the face paint. I was just curious. No,
4: but what I do know is that that little fellow right there, Lord Littlebrook, his Wikipedia page says he had 28 grandkids.
3: Yes. Damn. Little man was flinging. He was.
4: How many? Well, we don't know if he was flinging. That's grandkids. Maybe he could have had one kid that had 28 or 28 kids we don't know how many
3: I, I thought he had a lot of kids too though doc how many does it say how many kids he had i thought he had I like a lot of kids
4: i looked at that last week i'm drunk
6: Did if he's got 28 kids yeah he's I gotta he... have
4: grandkids
6: yeah you're right if, if he's got 28 grandkids and he's gotta have like what 13 fucking kids 10 you kids. don't know that he could yeah. one of his
4: kids could have been a player you know
6: yeah. I mean fuck is one of his kids a fucking cocker spaniel? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? What? Or, I, or a chihuahua maybe.
3: I thought he had I, I do I do I did know he had a lot of grandkids, but I thought I, I looked it up a while he was back. In and,
4: that, what was that thing that six oh five did a few years ago where he was the midget but they had the, the chick?
3: I don't know what you're talking the about.
4: British accent. Did yeah, I don't know. Your buddy Brian.
3: No, that wasn't Little Brook. Oh. That was Wee Willie Wilkins, I think.
4: That's, no.
3: Yeah. I yeah, we need to...
4: to know all this stuff.
3: Oh, I can't remember half the stuff I listen to anymore or watch anymore. I didn't think he had that many kids, though. Now you got me looking it up.
4: He was yeah, he, a cocksman. They
3: say he had 28 grandchildren, but it doesn't say how many kids. I mean, you're right, Hopper. I mean, just simple math. He probably had at least 10 kids, huh? Yeah, he, at, at least. He was flinging that thing, boy.
4: Hey, I, they put over Mike Jackson in this match, too, as the Alabama light heavyweight champion, junior heavyweight champion, as a as a go-getter.
3: Mike Jackson, still around, 1989. Well, it's still around today. What am I saying? But you know what I mean. Uh, on that note, Rip and Morgan and Jack Victory are going to win under the leadership of Lord Littlebrook. Doc, anything else from it? No. Harper, you? No, sir. So we then go to a promo from Teddy Long. Teddy Long tells the Road Warriors in a quick promo. It's very, very quick, like 20 seconds, that the Skyscrapers are going to defeat the Warriors. And that was that. We keep moving. We get the Road Warriors. They're going to go up against Terry Bronson and Pablo Crenshaw. I don't remember the last time we've seen Crenshaw. It's been a while. It's
4: been a while, man. It's been a few years, actually.
3: Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Anyway, uh, the Road Warriors win. It is very Road Warrior-esque, and what I mean by that is it's like maybe a minute, maybe a little bit more. Didn't time it, but it was very quick. Doc, your thoughts?
4: Man, Rhubarb better get his ass out. He almost got caught in the crossfire. Yes, what a brutal finish, too. I mean, I know it's their finish, but I mean, I've heard like Arne Anderson be like, yeah, I wasn't too excited about trying to take that bullshit.
3: <laughs> yeah, I heard Arne say he only took it on his back. He never did the full rotation.
4: Yeah, man.
6: It's, there's just,
4: there's there's a little room for fucking error. Taking and, that shit. And with the enhancement talent, there's a lot of error. Right. Exactly.
3: But Arn said he just, he never did the full rotation. He just would take the back bump. And I don't know if I blame him. I mean, cause you got to really get around like on that thing. And I I don't know. We're going to see it right here. Harper, you still can't see my screen?
4: Nah, I'm still looking at the. uh... All right. So he's got him up and he took it pretty well considering. Yeah. But he's a fat tub of shit and I wouldn't expect it that. So yeah,
3: he did a full rotation. He, he He did. He took it well, actually. Warriors window. Hopper, any other thoughts? No. Right. Nope. Um, let's go down to the Royal Warriors promo. They
0: got something to say. Here it is. All right, ladies and gentlemen, here with the Legion of Doom, perhaps the most awesome tag team combination that this sport has ever known. But on at Starcade, you will be wrestling the skyscrapers, but you'll also be wrestling for the first time, Doom. You'll also wrestle the Steiners. The Iron Team is up for grabs at Starcade.
2: Well, let's get one thing straight right now, Jim Ross. We've the 80s in wrestling, and we're going to continue to rule tag team wrestling just as long as we see fit. Now, Starrs, great creepers, we got you coming up. If you get in our way the least little bit before Starrcade, we're going to kick your butts and do... don't ever get in Hawk or my face ever again! Tell them, Hawk. well, I never met a building in my whole life that wasn't built first and then torn down. Skyscrapers, we're gonna tear you down. Doom? Couldn't think of a better name. Doom is what you're going to receive at the hands of the LOD. There's been a lot of big teams in the NWA. They've come and they've gone, but we're sticking around. You know, Jim Ross, an event like this knows no friends and nothing but enemies. So when we get to this tournament, the Legion of Doom is going to do what they do best, and that's beat people up.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen. When we come back, you'll see woman with doom after this timeout.
3: I let it keep pe- keep playing with uh, Ellering so that moron Javorsky could get his get a crank off real quick. Doc, war Warriors are always intensive uh, or intense. What did you think?
4: They were good. I mean, the only thing is, and I know we're going to get a little bit more explanation on some things later in the show, but we still haven't really gotten a great explanation for what they're doing at future shock yet.
3: It's a very fair point.
4: What? And so Big tag team thing. Well, and, and the, the, the round Robin activities. So they're out there cutting promos on people that we're not quite sure what's going to happen yet. Um, I don't want to give anything away, but it's pin pin the foreigner night or pin the That's minority night. That's Star- nice. Well, you're going to be doing Starcade with us, so.
6: It's just every time I see it, I'm thinking, fuck, it's just one step closer to
4: him leaving.
7: (laughs) Yeah.
6: At this point, because you know it's coming. Yeah. And it's going to be what a rush. And they're going to be on cereal boxes.
3: He's right. Okay. Any other...
4: we're getting some folks back in a couple of weeks, Harper. Yeah.
3: Couple. Stay yeah, tuned. Too. All right. Okay. So on that note, any other thoughts, doc? No, let's keep going because we are going to get a star. 1989 update with our friend Gordon Soli
4: Well, and as you, sh- as you play this, what is the logo on the back screen there? Yeah. Just somebody was, tell me.
6: I, I thought, yeah, I was going to fucking ask y'all the same thing what the is that a new the wrestling network type thing or jesus what? we're still
4: trying that shit <laughs>
3: <laughs> let's let's talk about it on the other side because i agree i was like what are we doing here what is this here it is
4: welcome back to world
0: championship wrestling on tbs before we see woman present doom let's go to our colleague
1: gordon soley and this Starcade 89 future shock update Well, thank you very much, gentlemen. In the Starcade update, may I just point out that it will take place Wednesday night, December 13th at the Omni in Atlanta. It is pay-per-view, so call your local cable companies right now to make your reservations for that night. There will be, of course, the Iron Man tournament. Ric Flair, Lex Luger, Sting, and the Great Muta all competing in a one-night round-robin tournament. May I point out that I've also learned now that Flair is under an intensive training regimen for that particular night and the great muda has gone into seclusion with gary hart during the daylight hours and apparently they have some special strategy plan and lex luger have these comments about Starcade. boy how
2: sweet it is the total package takes out the whole nwa in one clean swoop because you know what i truly am The king of the hill, baby. The premier wrestler in our sport today. There's nothing that can touch the total package, Lex Luger. Now, Sting, we were friends. When I extend my hand in friendship, it wields a lot of power and influence. And what do I get in return? But a cold slap in the face on national TV. Well, now, Sting, you felt what it's like to be my enemy. And Flair, you taught me that the end justifies the means. So why did I do it? Because I want the whole ball of wax! Everything! I want Sting! I want Flair! I want the world title! And I don't care how I have to do it!
1: And so the die is cast for Starcade 89, Wednesday night, December 13th. And we'll be back next week with an update regarding the Iron Team Tag Team Round Robin Tournament. We'll see you next week, and remember, Starcade '89, December thirteenth.
3: So, I don't have a clue what that symbol is back there. I can't read it. It's not
6: it's initials,
3: right? Yeah, I know, I know. It says W, which I'm assuming stands for wrestling, but I don't know what the next two letters are. Is it two N's? Is it what Wrestling News Network?
6: Oh, God, I don't like know. CNN, but
4: W. And then
3: (laughs) Yes. That's what I thought. Like that's what I was like, that's what it looks like. But here's
4: the thing. This shit isn't well, we have the wrestling company taken over by people who aren't wrestling people. This just violates all common sense about how to run a business. Explain. Especially when it's a green screen. There's some words back there. Right.
3: That's a green screen.
4: It says wrestling news, but that doesn't say network
3: right
6: wrestling news maybe it's wrestling news
4: uh ah, fuck i don't know We're southern promotion maybe it says the n-word underneath there oh come on
3: on. what the hell's wrong with you i mean come on doc why you gotta be an idiot
4: yeah
6: son of a (laughs) bitch you you domestic terrorist yeah
3: you are an idiot
6: Wrestling news Nightly maybe.
3: (laughs) No, that's too long for nightly.
4: I thought Luger was good there. Yeah, Yeah, I think he was good. But here's the thing. And I hate to give away this kind of free analysis. Usually I I save this kind of stuff for the clashes and the behind the paywall. Hey, I got an idea. Let's have a pay-per-view where everybody gets pinned a bunch. That'll help everybody get over.
3: <laughs> I'm not making comments until we get to Starkey, because I've got a lot. Well, to say and then about they just they take
4: do. it a step further and just completely cornhole a couple of particular acts to the point where they're assholes or throw a tennis shoe down a, a hallway? That's
3: they nice. are going to castrate folks.
4: Yeah, and it's because it's a poor design for a, a tournament's one thing. But a round robin where somebody's going to have to eat a dick is not good.
3: More on that. But you heard it Wednesday night, December thirteenth, Starcade at the Omni Iron Man tournament, one night round robin tournament. If you're not familiar with a round robin, is, to, basically everybody faces each other, and there's going to be a. You point want to talk about how much life whatnot.
4: has changed? Let's hold our pay per view in the middle of the week. Oh right. God.
3: They used to do that a lot. That's what's funny. I know. Really?
7: Yeah.
4: During the week?
7: Yeah.
6: Wrestling
4: used to run every night of the week. I remember just it being on on Sundays.
3: No, back in the eighties, what Doc's talking about, man, they would do that in the middle of the week like it was nothing.
4: Oh, because we had real priorities. School the next day. Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> y- you could miss. They didn't have. First of all, there was no pass, no play back then. Second, there wasn't that. Right. Second of all, there was an attendance, mandatory attendance. So,
7: yeah.
3: (laughs) How did we make it? (laughs) All right. So, uh, any other thoughts, Doc, on this?
4: No, we'll we'll get to it in due time. Yeah. We go to the next match. Look at those two.
3: Why don't you let me introduce it? Because, God, look at woman. Ugh. We got woman and Nitron with Doom. Uh, they're going to go up against Brody Chase and Mike Hart. And what did you want to say about Mike Hart, Doc?
4: One of those dudes looks like a cracked-out Buzz Sawyer. Well.
3: Let's go back to it. We'll look at it.
4: No, no. I, hold on. I may have the wrong. No, no, no. Wrong match.
3: Oh, Save okay, that one course. for the
4: next match. I was looking gotcha. at the wrong thing. This enhancement talent group was built from Paradise City.
3: <laughs> Wasn't Guns N' Roses Paradise City around yes. this time?
4: <laughs> <laughs> the enhancement Down
0: thing. to the Paradise City
3: where the grass is the green and the Paradise girls city, are pretty.
4: Paradise City, is city hall, is located straight in the middle of her chest.
3: Mm. To, uh, we say this every week, but my God.
4: Yeah, Oh my lord. Dude, I mean, so why <laughs> is why is Nitron, who's not a wrestler, wearing spandex? I was I thinking know. the same thing. If it he's
6: looks fucking just, gross,
4: yeah. If he's just the tough guy enforcer, put on some jeans. Exactly. Why is yeah. he wearing spandex? Uh, if you ain't wrestling, why are you wearing that shit? Right. Fucking God, look at him. He's all shiny and shit. Yeah. You don't look tough. You look shiny. He looks like a village people ballerina. Guy, he can't get over the ropes. Look at him, Mike.
3: I hate He's guys getting... that I hate guys that have, that have want to step over the top rope that really shouldn't. They should just go through yeah. like everybody else. They
4: could barely get over it. He his. couldn't get through. And then his butt looks like he could bounce a bouncy ball off of it because yeah. it's in a spandex.
3: I, I hate that. I hate that with a passion. It looks so stupid. I mean, it's like, you know, when Andre used to do it, it was nothing. But right. you get these guys who never should have tried it, and it's like, come on. Why? Just just go through. You're not quite tall enough. Look at woman. Oh, my
4: Jeez. God. She's trying to stuff that titty back in. <laughs> That's
3: exactly what was happening, and we're not joking. Okay. Doom taking on Brody Chase, Mike Hart. Uh, Doom's going to dominate these dudes. What do you got, Doc?
4: Mm-mm. What? I'm done.
3: Oh, okay. Hopper, uh, you got anything from it? Nope. All right. So, yeah, dominant fashion, which is what it should be. Love Doom.
6: What's that baseball game that comes off like a, a tenth of a second? Did y'all catch that? Or...
3: At the – where at? In the middle of it?
6: No, when I'm doing uh,
4: the replay, I think.
3: Oh, okay. That's so what I was like during the Hey, match? don't
4: ask us. That's Marechi.
3: I don't think Moretti knows. Moretti got this from somebody. I don't think he taped all these. I mean, you're assuming he was the original person who taped this stuff and I don't think that was the case.
6: Oh. imagine how much tapes this person went through.
3: Um, to get all this stuff,
6: yeah, like like originally.
3: Oh yeah, tons. That's why you don't have a lot of people. That's why a lot of stuff wasn't on tape, because, I mean, it got expensive after a while. Right. But you could tell that's the 80s. I want you to watch something when they show the crowd when they come back. Watch this dude in the crowd. He's got a cigarette. He's Him right there. Yeah. This jabroni. He's got a hey. cigarette in his right hand. He's smoking in hey, center stage. Stop,
4: stop, stop. Go back. Go back. Go back.
3: Okay, it's not going to let me go back.
4: The guy wearing a that, collar shirt? Who does that remind you of?
3: Without the cigarette. Well, the, without the cigarette?
4: and p- Add 60 pounds. T-Rex. That's right. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. He's kidding. At- <laughs> <You think? laughs> yeah, it's not perfect. Look at those white well, underbelly fish arms and just... <laughs>
7: <laughs> <laughs> underbelly fish
3: arms. <laughs> you know how to fish hopper? Trout and stuff have a white underbelly. Yeah, <laughs> you wrong for that. How you gonna hey, do that, hey, man? We, uh, That's yeah. not that ain't right. All right, uh, they're gonna go to a replay of the Steiners winning the tag belt, and whoever recorded this cut out the replay. So God bless you. All look right, at, look at him. Look at him. He looks like
4: a cracked out Buzz Sawyer.
3: Which right. one?
4: The guy with the cigarette. No, the bald dude.
3: Oh, he's talking about the Steiner's or about the Russell Carl Nelson. That is a wait. goofy looking dude. Oh, wait, okay, bro, this Ver- guy
6: looks fucking naked
3: because <laughs> of the tights are peach colored or <laughs> yeah, they're fucking nude, uh, fucking color. They're fucking
6: camouflaged.
3: <laughs> the Steiner brothers, who come out without the belts. Oh no, they got them on. Never mind, I see him. Um, the Steiner brothers are taking on Carl Nelson, who is a goofy looking something else. And Randy Barber. Um, I go picked ahead. That
6: color. Out of all the colors you could have picked.
3: Dude,
7: he, he is red, goofy looking blue, too.
6: Green, black.
4: Nah, bro. He looks Someone. like Buzz Sawyer. <laughs> a guy playing Buzz Sawyer in a movie. And, yeah, and like if
6: it
5: was
4: the fucking,
6: uh, that, the Young Rock. <laughs> 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 they
4: gotta play Buzz Sawyer. Oh no, they picked a fatter JYD.
3: And Harper, you know what's funny? Because it's not HD back then, it's just, you know, your regular standard television. Yeah. It, when they far away, it really looks like he's nude. Get
7: right. I'm it
6: looks interested. like he's just got
3: white boots on. <laughs> <laughs> this is terrible and then look at a jabroni that comes in here he don't know what he's doing yeah, either this,
4: dude's, yeah, they, this guy's a problem on multiple levels with the full body suit and the yeah, oh! hair he got dropped on his fucking head he sure yeah.
3: did he's not selling right there he's messed up because he dropped on his head
6: and then it's,
4: when he fucking
6: goes up top you can see he's like I don't want to do this
7: <laughs> for
6: that, that uh, Samoan drop or whatever he does from the top rope when a guy tries to grab the
4: fucking ropes, like I I don't want to do this. He I wouldn't want to do anything with Doom, the Steiners, or the Road Warriors right about now.
3: Dude, this dude is a sloppy piece. Yeah,
4: of this crap. dude sucks. Look
6: at
3: he what he's
4: wearing. Look at his hair. Look at everything. Why would you have that hair? And have a Scott, beard.
3: Scott Steiner drop-kicked him, and it was stiff.
4: They keep he throwing him out of the ring, too. I bet he, he don't stinks. even
3: know how to leave the ring when he gets thrown oh. out.
4: Oh, now they're gonna really fuck him up by letting yeah. the kid. Yeah. He got
3: the well, he got the kid to hit him with the
7: belt.
4: <laughs> doesn't Jr. call him hey a, a little brother or something? Yeah, I don't know, but Solomon did a great job by not burying the kid as a heel, yeah. but burying Stein- the Steiners.
6: Ugh.
4: This is oh, it. Is you, it. Is
6: you this? Watch the, this move? the guys like, like on won through. Like fuck, 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 fuck. Look We're look, look you won't
4: wait. let go. We're, <laughs> to go. We're gonna go. We're gonna go for a ride. <laughs> you don't want to let go. <laughs> All right, come on.
3: He's scared. Oh, if you're not <laughs> a patron, you got to become one. page. shinyurl.com for so Patreon BTT. <laughs> Scott hey, Steiner was like, this,
7: uh, "Snap man, right?"
4: I'm pretty sure Scott just looked over at Rick and said, "Come in here and kick this guy's head off."
3: He's—they're mad at him because he's—he's yeah. a, a they're tossing piece of him shit. around. Yeah, they're—they're they're mad at him. You know, he let me tell you why he's a jabroni. He's got elbow pads on. You don't need a dude knee pads. Yeah, elbow, bruh. What's
4: wrong with you? Yeah, no one wears elbow pads. No, Chris used to. That's how he got hit by so many pitches.
3: It's a different sport. Look, look, Harper. Oh. That dude, that dude with the tights on, he he literally looks naked when they pan out.
4: Yeah.
7: Like I he's walking
3: like around with him. just white boots. This is terrible. The Steiners murder these guys, which they actually went easy on him, if you ask me. Steiners win. Doc, any other thoughts?
4: Nope.
3: All right. Um we get a meat and potato promo from the Steiners after the match. I don't have anything from it, Doc. Did you?
4: Not one note.
3: All right. Harper, you?
4: Not, not really. No. Yeah, it,
3: it there's not. I mean, look, it's not bad. It's just meat and potatoes, and we're working towards Starcade, and that's that. The next match is Lee Scott and Jason Walker. They're going to go up against Bobby Eaton and Stan Lane. Jim Cornette's mm-hmm. out there, obviously. Um, Bobby and Stan come out, and they aren't dressed to wrestle. Um, Doc, no. you want to describe? Let me get to it on the video.
4: My note says Stan with an exclamation point.
3: Um. Do y'all want to just? Y'all are better at this than me. Do one of y'all want to describe what Stan and Bobby are wearing? Because I feel like I can't do it justice.
4: When Bobby's Bobby... wearing bitch jeans.
3: Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, Bobby Hop- eating... Go ahead, Hopper. That's
6: the kind of shit my mom would buy me
4: from fucking TJ Maxx when, when yeah. I was a kid. Right. Think, um, think lots of acid wash. Yeah. Nonsense on the jeans. Jeans need to be either light, kind of light blue, dark blue, or black. Not acid wash or white. Stanley's not terrible for the 80s, but he's dated. He's got his button up shirt (laughs) with a necklace on. Yeah. Bobby looks like 10 pounds of shit in a five pound bag with this <laughs> pink long sleeve polo colored shirt thing
6: what kind of tennis shoes you think he's wearing new balance <laughs> i tried to focus on him i couldn't, I couldn't
3: me I couldn't, either. The logo. I couldn't see either
4: stan looks like he's just ripped through half of atlanta's stock of healthy females mm-hmm.
3: I had a note about. Look at. Can y'all explain Stan's belt? Those old little skinny belts. That, I mean,
4: you yeah, remember those? That's such a terrible look. I don't
3: know <laughs> how else to explain it. It's so. It's a bad. skinny white belt. I mean, look at. Look at. It's, you can't tell. Tell Stan. He don't look good either.
4: Mm-mm. He would think that looks good today. Bobby Eaton was like, <laughs> "I look like a bitch back then." Stan would be like, "I look good."
3: So. Um, I do have – I'm going to play some audio because Stan's going to grab the microphone right here. They're, they come out. It's supposed to be a match. It's supposed to be Lee Scott, Jason Walker versus Bobby and Stan. But the Midnight and Cornette grab the mic, and here it is.
0: We'll find out, I guess. Let me tell you
8: something. We just told the promoters in the back, and now we're going to tell you people, that Bobby and I are the greatest tag team in the world today. these two nothing happening punks we're not going to waste our time ta- you know nothing personal guys it's probably not your fault that your parents were blood relatives but bobby and i are not going to waste the time to take off our clothes and lace our boots up and wrestle you two goose
0: well that certainly was a a humble statement to make
2: that's a big win for these guys korea huh Beating the Midnight Express. But
0: you did sign a contract to wrestle here today, and if you don't do so right now, I will count you out. <laughs> go ahead and count us out. If he thinks he can count to ten, he can go ahead and do it. Well, referee Nick Patrick, very competent official. I'll assure you he can count to ten. You know, I had a lot of referees count me out, but uh, he's doing a great job. The referees doing what it's supposed to do. Well, there's the bell. Midnight Express. No I'm a
2: little disappointed. I was hoping Who's to see the Midnight out? Express up on someone. Let's
0: yeah. not deny anyway. Fellas, I just hope
8: you realize that history has just been made here on National TV. Do you guys, realize, This is something you can tell your kids, your grandkids, your great-grandkids. You are one of the few guys that have ever in the history
0: another trick another
7: plot.
3: they lost the match by so they lost but they end up wh- whipping these guys tails after uh, doc what do you have from this
4: I popped when Stan said that their parents were blood relatives
3: <laughs> great line yeah <laughs> great great line uh, and
4: I don't like them just giving up a victory, but it shows that they're still they're being real sneaky right now. So I like it's okay.
3: Bro, I don't know what kind of shoes Stan has on, but it's got those silver Your tips boots. on them. Is that silver what that is?
6: Boots. <sighs> those are boots.
3: Stan's yeah. ready to go to the club right now, as we Oh yeah, really?
4: Stan's ready to go to the fucking club. But wow. Stan, we're recording this at eleven thirty in the morning. That's all right. I'll be ready when we're ready. <laughs> last time y'all almost left my ass. that ain't happening again i'm ready
3: i was looking at bobby's shoes the whole time to figure out what kind of tennis shoes he had on and i could not see it for nothing so after the beatdown cornet grabs the mic and he tells flair to put the world title on the line against bobby eaton next week um that's the only note i had from it doc did you want do you have anything else from it
4: I also thought that Sullivan at some point in that whole deal called Bobby Eaton the most underrated athlete in the world.
3: He's an underrated wrestler. That's for damn sure. Bobby Eaton's talented. I mean, he. Yeah. I think we give him the credit he deserves, but most people just don't realize how great Bobby was. He wasn't a and, talker, but he's and go.
4: And Stan's still dressed to go out and treat Atlanta like he's Deshaun Watson.
3: Oh, com-
4: What's that Alle- mean? Allegedly. Oh. What yeah, that's right. For,
6: for the Texans.
4: What's wrong with you? What's wrong with him?
3: Allegedly.
4: I said allegedly. Okay. Innocent till proven guilty.
3: That's exactly. Right. Maybe they should do like your precious Ben Roethlisberger and and who's
4: well, who I, do I like him?
3: Yeah, you've told me you like him in the past. We can go in a bathroom with him, but he's white, so you defend him. No, yeah. I don't. Either. Yeah, yeah, you do. Uh huh. Anyway, I hate okay. all
4: white quarterbacks. I only like Dak <laughs> Prescott. Okay,
3: <laughs> let's keep moving. Jr. throws us to a replay of Pillman versus Luger from WCW Worldwide uh the copy of it gets cut off so we don't really have the full replay just a you know snippet of it sting is going to defeat agent steel i got no notes from sting versus agent steel doc do you have anything i
4: swear he's beat him four times in the last month <laughs>
3: <laughs> um i don't really know but he's going to defeat him and it's i don't know a quick match what do you expect you know what are you going to do hopper you got anything from it
6: no No.
4: yeah
3: doc i'm trying to get to the luger promo what do you have from it
4: he's going to talk about his resume he's built one and he has something i mean he has a point again and he's going to bring up his he wants the ball of ball of wax again
6: here's
3: here's lex luger it's about a minute
2: i am the man of the moment the center of controversy. The total package Lex Luger is in the hot seat. And you know what? I like it that way because I now rule the NWA. In the past couple weeks, I've taken out the most promising young wrestler in Brian Pillman. I've taken out the most popular wrestler in Sting. And I've taken out the wrestler of the decade and Nature Boy, Ric Flair, and one clean swoop. So what that means is exactly this. They call me the Total Package for one reason only. I have everything it takes. And from now on, I do anything, I do everything. I am obsessed. I am compulsioned. I am going to do anything and everything to get what I want. And I don't care how I have to do it. So the Total Package is going for the whole ball of wax. And that means the world's heavyweight title, whoever gets my way,
4: is going to get hurt
3: i thought he was pretty good there
4: he said he was compulsioned
3: dude you gotta take luger with a grin i mean he's you know he says allocates he there's words he says wrong and he intends them to be something else but he says them all the time it's lex luger doc
4: they should turn that into a gimmick
3: (laughs) good idea what else doc
4: He's good there. I mean, he is continuing his upward ascent here.
3: I'm solid. Harper, what do you think?
4: I mean, didn't we just see this fucking 20 minutes ago? Oh, Harper getting salty. Fuck.
3: We did we see a little bit. Somebody else out
7: there? We no. did
3: see, we did see a Luger promo. So since Harper is salty, I'm gonna to go to the next promo, which is Ric Flair, who scared the crap out of me during this promo because I really thought he was about to say something bad, but it ended up being not horrible. And here that is
0: to speak with a six times heavyweight champion of the world. I'm here with Nature Boy Ric Flair, who later tonight will be wrestling the Great Muda in the main event. Rick Starrcade, I know it lays heavily on your mind, but tonight, the great Muta, a man that has yet to be pinned in the N.W.A.
2: not only a man that has yet to be pinned, but a man that made the mistake of sticking his nose in my business. Now, there's no denying that Gary Hart and I have been involved in one of the hottest feuds in the history of this sport. The great Muta is recognized around the world as not only the world television champion but as one of the finest all-around athletes to ever compete in this sport. So for me, To wrestle him here on national television is one of the greatest thrills of my wrestling career because everyone knows I pride myself on being the best and to be the best, you've got to beat the competition. Now Muda, let's look at it realistically. You and I got a problem. Luger, if you're out there and can hear this, you and I got a problem. So look at it like this. In Starcade, Atlanta, Georgia, December 13th, there's gonna be four men in that ring, and I'll guarantee you that Sting and I will go at each other like we used to a year ago. But Muta, you and Luger, however the draw goes, Muta, think about it. Before the 13th, pal, you got me right here in about 15 minutes. So look at it, learn to love it. Better yet, learn to live with it, pal, because I'm going to knock those Chinese, Japanese, pearly white teeth right down your throat. Woo! Comments from World's Heavyweight Champion, Nature Boy, Ric Flair.
0: That's coming up later in the hour. But right now, let's go back to Y106, Rhubarb Jones.
3: I don't know what I thought he was about to say, but he scared me when he said, I'm going to knock those Chinese, Japanese. I was like, oh, God, what's coming? Doc, did you have the same thought or what did you think?
4: Man, nothing will get somebody from the continent of Asia more upset than combining Chinese and Japanese together. Come on, Rick. We need you to be more sensitive.
7: <laughs> did he scare Guess, so you though for a realize second? A
4: lot of people in Asia
6: they don't like the Japanese because of, of what they did during fucking World War Two. I mean, we just had Pearl Harbor. Imagine being in, in fucking Korea and China during that time. The fucking Japanese were pillaging and destroying everything in fucking Asia.
3: Harper's giving history lessons here as <laughs> he Pillaging. It's like when well, you walk into Academy Sports right now, Harper has been pillaged. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> Harper and I were joking about Academy one day. Uh but no Seriously, um, did he when he said that? Did you think something else was coming? I mean, I didn't know. I was just like, "Oh God, where's he going with this?" Yeah,
4: I didn't. I was more concerned about the fact that he seemed a little lost. Couple for a few sentences up there ahead of that. I don't.
6: I want my Jim Crockett flair.
4: That's what I'm talking about.
6: That fucking talked about the money, and I'm the best, and. You know, I got all the fucking women and at the Marriott and woo, but I,
4: sitting on the toilet the... eating a sandwich, wishing people happy birthday, and thinking yeah. about fucking hose. That's true. That's right.
3: Yeah, I don't know. Flair still and Flair still got a good good.
4: Is it? He <sighs> was out there saying that working on this show was the, one of the thrills of his career. Come on.
3: Wow. Well, they only gave him two minutes, and I don't know if they were strict to it because he surely didn't go long, and we know those studio promos, he would, he didn't care. Don't you wrap, don't me, wrap up, me up, buddy. Yeah. I don't, it was fine. Like I said, he scared me for a second with that. I'm going to knock those. I was like, oh, God, here it comes. But it ended up being he just was talking about knocking somebody's teeth down their throat. Well, we'll keep going. Buzz Sawyer is out there with Gary Hart. Uh, they're going to defeat. Well, Buzz is going to defeat Mike Justice. Doc, anything from this?
4: Did you notice there was no audio for the first like minute of this match?
6: Yeah, they must have had a problem with their mics or something.
3: Well, evidently, the uh, Turner Networks have a problem because that happened on AEW about a month ago too. So,
4: huh. I'm,
3: it's a joke. I'm just being fun, Pete. Having fun, okay?
4: You yeah. just you just don't want them to succeed. That's it. You just want yeah. them to fail.
3: It's, that's it. Oh god. The, the, the.
4: You're just mad because they have a supportive locker room where everyone roots for them each other yeah. and all the talent really likes it. Now let's don't get worried about whether or not the fans get anything worth a shit what to watch. But they're they're just so supportive on all the all the in the back stage.
3: If you think everybody in that locker room is singing kumbaya together and we love each other and love is love i got some cheap swampland in louisiana for sale 50 cents an acre you'll make millions off of it whatever any other thoughts on buzz and mike justice harper i'm gonna take oh lord though. he had
4: to on me. his
6: meds because he took it he... fuck y'all can't you hear
3: me? <laughs> You you broke up you broke up a little, but go ahead. You said um, something about he was on his meds. I'm
6: just saying, fucking, fucking, yeah, cause he, cause he took it easy uh, this week. I mean, last week he was, it's he, he seemed more fucking crazy, Did more, I, uh, yeah, more reckless.
3: Doc, you think he take it took it easy on him? I I agree with Hopper. Do you agree? I do too. Yeah, he took it easy on him. He wasn't, um, he wasn't reckless. I mean. He still looked vicious, but I do agree. It wasn't it wasn't nowhere near as bad. All right, on that note, we got another promo before we go to the main event on this week's show, and we got Buzz Orr and Gary Hart. They're going to tell us a little bit about JTEX corporation.
0: We are certainly excited about, moments away, Nature Board, Rick Flair, and the great Muta. I know you'll be a ringside. I I'm the
2: same. Okay. I'm trying to tell you, Gary. I told you Terry Funk was a quitter. I told you that. I know you can. All people from Texas are quitters. You Do you remember the Alamo? You laid down and you quit. I, Ric Flair, I will die before I quit. I ain't never quit nothing in my life. I want to see, you know what was really enjoyable? I was laying back last night watching what happened to Flair and destruction. New down, bad. Yeah. JTX bad, but the Mad Dog's mad. Let me tell you something. J.Tex is bigger than Terry Funk. J.Tex is an international organization conceived and dedicated for one purpose, is to take the world heavyweight champion from Ricky Flair. And it could happen right here on TBS within a matter of moments. But remember, the only quitter j ever had was you, Terrence Funk. Yeah. You're going to be a quitter too, Ricky Flair. Yeah. Fans will find out because Rick Flair
0: and the great Muda will be up next.
3: All right, Doc, what are your thoughts on Gary Hart and Buzz right there?
4: Buzz is crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah, Buzz seems like he's, he's the real deal. He ain't a character. No. But he is, but he is a character.
3: He's a character, right. He's a character, but he's not a character. Agreed. 100%. I like I like Gary Hart saying the whole purpose of JTEX is to take the belt away from Flair. So we'll see if that's going to happen. On that note, we're going to go to Ric Flair, who's going to wrestle with the great Muda, Gary Hart and the Dragon Master are out there. And they tell the story that Hart has never... You know, he's never managed a world champion. Uh, they worked slow, but man, the fans were into it, was my first note. There were dueling chants at one point where I swear I heard chants for Flair and Muda. Doc, I'll throw it to you. I got some notes, but I want to see what you got since, uh, you know, it's not often we see a, you know, 15, 16, 17-minute match on Saturday night.
4: Was this the biggest match Flair's had on Saturday night since Garvin or Wyndham? Mm.
3: And to refresh people's memory garvin was in the studio uh Wyndham was out in the arena i'm trying to think if we've seen him in another match of some sort what about oh. when
6: when uh steamboat made his debut in that tag team match mm. with, with, that would have been Eddie gilbert
3: that would have been semi-big but it wasn't singles yeah yeah you probably owned something doc i mean this yeah, I think I think you're right. I think you're right. What else you had, doc? Uh,
4: I'm going to tell you that 9 times out of 10, a woo is uh greater than a mist. But this may be the 10th out of 10. See? He just blew the mist and Brick gave him a woo when he blew the mist at the beginning. <laughs> uh I, You said they were slow to start. I thought it was good cuz it was it was there was some psychology to it in that flare was taking it to Muda early to kind of ground that aerial movement. So yeah, I like that.
3: Yeah. No, I wasn't complaining. When I say slow to start, they did exactly what they needed to do for that crowd. Why go hundred miles a minute when the why crowd's reacting to you standing there?
4: Well I give this away at all my is my first thought.
3: But <laughs> Does it matter what, what they're gonna do to Muda?
4: Good point. Um, (laughs) JR at one point says Gary's best worker ever is Muda. Made me say, "Mm, what about Gino Hernandez or Chris Adams? It's gotta be Muda. I
7: don't
3: know. Look, this is not a shot at Muda. It's it's that Gino and Chris were phenomenal talents. They weren't a territory but they were phenomenal talents and they were very much over I'm not again it's not the same but um you know JR saying that but he ain't trying to bring up nothing that happened in world class with Gary I
0: gotta
4: talk about something
3: Gary um, has managed some hellified talent
4: can you show me one uh, an hour and three minutes and four seconds
3: All right, we got 102.58 right here
4: alright there you go I bet That's... you the last time Flair was in that was at the top floor at the Marriott.
3: You wanna explain what that is?
4: I don't know, you explain it. I can't.
3: It's like a surfboard move, kinda. Of. Yeah. But He Flair... he paid
4: some he paid some dominatrix named Wanda to <gasps> stretch him. <laughs> Come on. Put <laughs> your pot wax on his balls. Fucking what? loser. <laughs> Son of a bitch! Uh-oh, Mike's drunk and bored.
3: No. Harper, what'd you think about this match?
6: I thought it was fucking great.
4: Me too. It's
6: it just, it, it just... I mean, this is a, a main event a pay-per-view match.
4: That's what I'm saying.
6: And, and you're just gonna give this shit away on, on fucking basic cable? Sweeps it, sweeps it, month. I mean, right before fucking Gilligan's Island comes on? <laughs>
3: Oh, they didn't do a clean finish for one, but I hear you,
4: man. In this one hundred five, one hundred six frame, they started dialing up the chops. This is when they started really lifting the tempo a little bit and getting after it. I do have a 108-18.
3: I was trying to get to one hundred five, one hundred six. You said there were some chops, but I'm not. They're on the mat right now. Are they gonna What's get closer
4: up? to the end of this minute, jackass? They got to get up off the mat. Exactly. You
3: so you want me to wait for the chops or you want me to go to wherever you're talking about going to now?
4: We had to go to a commercial because, you know, back in the day, we never went to a commercial in the middle of a match.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Airtight, brother.
4: Airtight. He's everything
3: running, was airtight
4: brother these fucking dickheads don't remember anything that happened back in the day now they're getting going they're getting ready to light this shit up on the outside look yeah. how's that not a DQ I don't it's even like know what he hit him with
3: sandbag it looked like yeah. that he hit Flair
4: with Flair's like get off me son now Flair's like uh uh doing that Flair's trying
7: to chop his leg back into
3: you can't hear the chops, though, because the the crowd is the audible from it. Uh, it's hard to hear. Okay. Now, what else did you say, Doc? I'm at 106. What did you say? Go to?
4: I had to run in. Um, give me 108. Hold on a second. My face, God dude. damn it. What, you shut up.
6: 108.18. <laughs> You're home for classic rock.
3: 108.12 right here. What we got?
6: Give me some audio.
3: Oh,
0: okay.
2: That
8: was good? That chop.
3: Yeah, he caught him with one good one. You can look at his chest, it's red.
4: And then Flair made the move off the top rope that nobody thinks he can ever make. Which is? When he goes head first o- over the turnbuckle and runs down the apron and comes off, he actually hit the move.
3: Yeah, here it comes. He's going to, Muda's going to reverse him. Yeah, that's right. Muda reverses him. He does a flip over, runs to the other corner, comes off and actually hits Muda with the crowd elbow off the top rope. And look at the crowd. I absolutely agree.
6: <laughs> look at that shit. They're like, oh, look, he did it. <laughs> that
4: was the first time.
3: <laughs> yeah. Just wait a few years, kid. He'll never hit it. Oh, my God. Mm. What else you got, Doc?
4: That's about it until the end, where he red mists him, which means he's dead. Look at Flair, he's like, I got you, Kendo Nagasaki, because that's who that is.
3: So, f- no clean finish, like you said. Flair puts Muda in the figure four for a second, and then you know, uh, Dragon Master runs in to stop the figure four, so Flair lets it go, and then he goes, Flair goes after the Dragon Master. Then he puts a Dragon Master in a figure four on the outside, which is not very smart when you got Gary no. Hart and Muda running around. Um, Yeah, not smart. Muda then sprays Flair with the red mist right here, and he is oh, right no. in his face. God. Buzz Sawyer comes out. He hits Flair in the back of the head. JR says, I wish Sting was here, but he had to leave early. Okay. Sawyer and Muda double-team Flair. The crowd chants for Sting, but the crowd doesn't realize Sting, quote-unquote, isn't here, and he left. And JR says, they just don't know he's not here. So I guess they were trying to lead us on to believe that Sting wasn't in the building. Who knows if he was or wasn't. Flair is left laying and sprayed with red mist. It almost looks like blood, obviously, but it's not.
1: Or squirt.
4: Bloody squirt. That's nice.
3: Muda, for someone who's about to do the job to everyone, (laughs) really, really gets his his heat right here.
6: Yeah, he does.
3: I mean... This This is is great. Yes, this is great. The heel does what he does to flair right here. This is phenomenal. The problem is what's going to happen in 20 days.
4: We're going to completely waste it.
3: Yeah. It's amazing. When you go back and watch this after you know what happened, you're like, what the piss did they do?
6: Why? It's like he's up 34-10 at halftime and then loses uh, 54-31.
3: It's criminal. It's criminal. It really is. So, I mean, and, and when I, again, patrons out there, tinyurl.com slash Patreon if you're not one, the video version of this, you'll see exactly what we're talking about. They they beat the hell out of Flair after the match. And Muda hits his moonsault. Muda pins him and Buzz Sawyer counts to three. That's how much, like, they. Flair basically takes a clean, not a clean, but a pin in the middle of the ring, and they leave him laying with red mist on him. And Jim Ross and... Kevin Sullivan are going to close the show, and that's how it wraps up. It's a shame they just never did anything with this. It truly is, Doc. Criminal. It's a mess. It is. So, Doc, any other thoughts on this show before we rate it and hand out the Rolex?
4: I think we should do that, man. I'm feeling it now that we've seen this. Yep.
3: So uh, real quick, just to remind everyone, please use the Amazon Associates link for BTT. It is tinyurl.com slash BTT Amazon. A great way to support this show without spending anything extra. The show gets a little bit of support in return when you use that link. Again, it's tinyurl.com slash btt amazon give that link to the wives girlfriend side pieces whatever you have in your life and tell them to use it every time they use amazon also you heard me say it become a patron at tinyurl.com slash patreon btt and get access to over 300 patreon exclusive shows that are not on our free feed that are there for you to enjoy doc you rate it first what are you going to give this thing
4: yeah i don't know i
3: got flair versus muda
4: I know. I know.
3: Rank it on think, what you think it is now, and not what's going to happen to Muda. I know yeah, that's hard. that's
4: difficult. But it, using that and the fact that that main event is a pay per view main event, I'm going to say an A.
3: Okay. Harper, what you going to give it? Where the hell he go?
4: Jesus
3: Christ. Hey, what are you going to rate it, Harper?
4: Uh,
6: a fucking A flair versus muda
3: yeah i gotta agree you with notice you.
4: that when he messes up he comes in and acts like you're the jerk off
3: yes <laughs> he acts like it was you that did
4: it why would you even ask me what i'm rating it it's an a of course yeah right. fucking a dorks
3: <laughs> i gotta give it an a as well and on that note look i'm grading this on what happened here today not what's gonna happen the great Muda is getting my Rolex. I'm giving mm. it to Muda, Doc. Who are you giving yours to?
4: I'm going in a different direction. I'm giving mine to Stan Lane.
3: You know, <laughs> I thought about that because of that outfit. I mean,
4: the outfit, the smug. You get something you can tell your kids, their grand, your grandkids, your parents, yeah. or blood relatives. That's We're true. not fighting you because you suck. <laughs>
3: Hopper, who's getting your Rolex?
4: I get him on a little foot. No. Come
6: on. Uh, Muda gets it. Because this is the last time we're pretty much going to see him shine.
4: Little foot? Only thing we're going to see shine is the lights above on his forehead. Yeah.
3: (laughs) All right. So uh, Muda's getting it from me.
4: The thing of it is, is he's got a Goldberg like streak running and they're just going to fucking gobble it up in one night. Yeah, they're going to treat him
6: all like he's Barry Horowitz on a fucking pay-per-view.
3: It is criminal. (laughs) And I hate to say it because, I mean, there are things in life that are actually criminal, but it is criminal what they do to this dude.
4: Yeah, I don't know why. It's because they booked themselves into a terrible design and then took it all out on Muda. Yeah, well, I
6: just we're, don't We're
3: gonna talk about it, Harper. There I, I actually I've I've listened to some interviews about it, and it's part of what Doc said, but there's also another piece to it, but we'll talk about it when we do start. Yeah. This. All right. Um on that note, um, I have got to mention a couple of things related to uh, Harper's Hopper's new video service and video mm-hmm. shout-outs and life advice. Again, if you haven't heard and somehow missed it, Harper is doing his own video shout out, life advice, relationship advice, whatever type of advice you need. Harper can give it to you That's and he can right. lead you down the right path, right, Harper? That's right. So, I first thing, help
6: you with all your problems.
3: every problem you got, and we know out there, if you're like us, you got a lot of problems. So, Harper can help you out. All you got to do is first pay Harper to cc30388cc at yahoo.com that is in the show description you can find that there and then you've got to email hopper at chris one 16 wildcat that's wildcat with a k at gmail.com to let him know you paypal him and let him know what you want in your video shout out relationship advice life advice whatever type of advice you need. Or if you want to get one of those for one of your friends and you want to pull a nice rib on them, you know, Hopper's great at cutting promos. I mean, did you see the one where Paul was getting married or whatever was happening with Paul and Hopper was on the toilet wiping (laughs) himself, eating a sandwich? That's nice. Hopper can do that for you as well. So again, email him, chrisharper 16 wildcatwithak at gmail.com and the PayPal is cc 30388 cc at yahoo.com. Again, all that information is in the show description. One other thing before we get out of here, check out our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast with Joe Morata and Michael Quinn, the northern version of BTT. Slightly classier, a little bit more professional, but still fun nonetheless. They support us, so please support them. And check out the Bottom Line Cast with Mike Pru and JV. They do our ECW show, on our Patreon feed, and they also do their free show called The Bottom Line Cast, which is a show on the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin. On that note, Doc, are you still with us, or are you ready to get out of here?
4: Oh, I'm so ready to get out of here.
3: I understand. I'm tuckered out myself. Been a long day. Shoot job, blues. Hopper, anything from you? Did I take care of the video shout-outs like you want?
6: Yes, you did. Uh, I got uh, one guy, Chris... Chris Browen... Hit me up, I had some shit uh pop up and uh I haven't had a chance to do it. But I mean by the time he hears, he'll be getting it.
3: Okay. So uh Chris, uh, Chris was at Wildcat X rated. Chris is a good dude, longtime B T Z Patreon, Hall of Fame supporter, and I cannot wait to see what you are creating for Chris. I hmm. can't wait. Uh whether he's it's got a buddy toilet,
6: his, he's, he's he's a he's a Georgia Bulldog fan, so Oh, I hope he's a Atlanta Falcons fan, too, because they're going to get some shit. <laughs> I
3: <love Uh-oh>. it. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to see this one and post this one. That is going to be phenomenal. So, Chris, by the time you hear this, you probably will have your video. But if not, it's on. It's coming soon. So there's that. Um, Let's get out of here. Let's uh, hit the go home queue. Let's. Uh, what is it? Dr. Kawasaki Mule? I don't know. The guy. We got to write off. Oh, He's he's running replays on his pod now. What's wrong with Austin? I mean, come on. Can we get some fresh content? Seriously. Austin. Steve Austin.
6: He still does a podcast?
3: It's all replays. All right. Yeah. All right, Hopper. Hit the tagline. Let's get out of here. it, bitch.